Dear Cosmo Babies, on this week's episode, we are talking about burnout. I am your host, Amy McArthur, and I have my co-host with me today, Erin Gray. So, the, you know, we got a DM really recently uh, from a student who is super experiencing burnout. And I think that that's so relatable. I especially yeah. think you and I are super burnout right now. Um, yes. I feel like the world is burnt out. Um, do you want to read that DM really quick? And then we can dive Absolutely. right in. Yeah. I, it definitely feels like kismet for sure. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like someone sliding in and like, I'm burnt out. It's like, I'm burnt out too. Too. (laughs) Me too. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh my gosh, this literally came at like the perfect time. Like, let's talk about it, especially while you and I are in a place of burnout ourselves. In it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Let me grab that DM. So the DM that we got recently reads, Hey hair nerds, I'm currently in school full time and I'm working part time as well. I want to take education. I want to take education and I want to do social media, but I feel like I don't ever have a moment to myself and I'm totally burnt out. I want to cry all the time. And I'm wondering if this was the right decision for me. Help. I don't know what to do. And I feel so lost. Yeah. And I think we've all been there. And I think that that's the first thing to realize is that you are not alone, Mm -hmm. right? Like, You know, and I also think, I think it's so commendable when students are, they're going to school full time. Um, They are still working, you know, because for for whatever reason in their life, like money is required, right? Like that's, that's super relatable. Um, And it doesn't just fall from the sky. And so you are exchanging time for money and, you know, it's exciting to start this new career and there's all of these things that you want to be doing. And it's like, well, I would love to go to this class, but I'm scheduled to work or I I would love to pay for this thing, but I do not physically have the money. Um, And then you start to feel like I'm failing. I'm failing at this. I'm failing at everything. I shouldn't have even done it. I'm not good enough for this. I'm never, I'm never going to be successful. I'll never do, you know, and, and it starts to like the shoulds, it should look like this. It Mm -hmm. should be happening like that. I should be able to do everything. And you can't. And so I know that you and I uh, experience that all the time. All a the time. lot. Especially a lot. because so much of our job happens on social media. Yeah. Um, and comparison is the thief of joy, right? Absolutely. Um, what I think has always been so great about our relationship is that we do know and see those things that trigger the other and we're able to kind of help you know, like usually like when one person's like super struggling, the other person's able to come in and be like, okay, like what can I take off your plate? That's really hard when you're in school, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think that there are definitely some things, some like tangible put into action right now, things, um, that can help our DMer. Uh, Do you want to talk about some of the things that, that you do when you're experiencing that super overwhelmed from, you know, being in the salon, doing hair and arts full-time, working with our clients, running a podcast, um, <laughs> and also traveling internationally several times a year. Yes, absolutely. I, like I said earlier, like, I think that this DM was so like meant to yeah. be <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, for me speaking personally, like I am in such a place of burnout at the moment. And it was like, oh my gosh, like, okay. Like it, one makes you feel not alone like knowing Mm -hmm. that other people are in the same place as you. And it's like, okay, it's not just me. 
it, it is everyone going through the same experiences that I am that are incredibly overwhelming. And these are the things that I do personally. I'm not a mental health professional. I don't say that these things are going to work for everyone. But for me, what I find the most helpful, um, sometimes I just, I really have to pause. I have to kind of like pause and put everything on hold. I have to consciously make space for myself, which is not super easy for me because I am the type of person that struggles with uh, the guilt a lot mm-hmm. of like, well, I'm not doing enough. Like, well, if I stop and I take time for myself, then I'm not completing something else that I really need to be working on or working towards. And, um, I have to find the space to pause, take a moment, do things that are going to not only make me feel better and help like calm me in that, in, in that precise moment, but I also have to then make space for myself to kind of like refill my cup. And mm-hmm. a lot of times what I have found over the years is that again, for me, like refilling my cup looks like hair shows and education and going and being around my industry friends and those kind of things. But as the world has changed over the past couple of years, I am having to find other ways to make those moments and find those like similar instances to like refill my cup or just complete, honestly, completely change the way that I, I kind of like self-care, I guess. So I think for to like now in today's day, like what that looks like for me is like, I feel, I feel like it all, it sounds so silly, but like, I love playing Zelda games. Like, <laughs> Like, that's like, that is like, I can turn everything off. Like if I'm like playing Zelda or something like that. And so for me, it's like, yeah, like sometimes I I need to take like a couple of hours and, and it's not sometimes like when we're in burnout, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to take 30 minutes. I'm going to take 30 minutes and just pause and do that. Sometimes it's like, no, I need like half a day. <laughs> like I have uh-huh. to like shut everything off and I have to just like not like dissociate or zone out, but I have to do something that's going to allow me just to like reset myself and like recenter myself. And so for me, that looks like playing video games, um, which is funny because I'm literally wearing like my Star Trek shirt. And so I'm like, (laughs) the nerd in me is going to come out really hard right now. Or, or it is like watching those shows that are kind of like my comfort shows, which for me is Star Trek, like wearing my Voyager shirt and and doing things that allow me to just like shut my brain off and not have to think about the things that cause those like guilty, repetitive, like voices in my head telling me, you know, you have to do more. You have to keep going. You have to find the time you have to, you know, I don't know if anyone listening would even know this reference, but like a a movie that Aaron and I really love is Empire Records. And I always hear like (laughs) Liv Tyler's (laughs) voice in my head all the time. Like there are 24 usable hours in every day. And I'm like, oh, Liv Tyler, (laughs) get out of my head. (laughs) No one is living their life like her in that movie. I know. (laughs) Or with her wardrobe. Yeah. I, I love that you talk about decompression, you know, and that for you, that looks like, um, that looks like playing your switch, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I've been at your house and, and seen you be like, I just need like 30 minutes of my game. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, for me, I really, so I struggle when I'm not getting enough, um, sunlight. Mm -hmm. I think that that really triggers some like 
probably some seasonal depression. Um, and so I really like to um, either sit by a sunny window or, you know, if it's, if it's decent outside, I, I also live in California, so this doesn't work, you know, if you're in Michigan, um, but I like to sit outside for a second. And I will even, I will take my work with me outside um, and work and, and do those things that I need to do. But I, I make a point to like, I make a, you know, a big tumbler of water in a, in a glass that I really love and I'll get a snack and I'll, I'll put on my sunglasses and, you know, a floppy hat and just like sit out on the, on the back patio, you know, and our puppies play outside and, and that for me helps me still be able to move forward in some of the things that I need to do, but find a place that I don't like want to throw myself off of a bridge Yeah, because I think we get there really fast. Right now, mm-hmm. sometimes I do get to that point where it's like, no, there's, n- there's nothing that I can do in this moment. And, and I think getting really honest with yourself about, okay, like I'm, I'm really tired and I'm really burnt out and I'm crying and I have a ton of anxiety. And sometimes that means taking a nap because I know that when I am, when I am really tired, like I'm moving really slow on all of the things that I need to get done, you know, and you and I talk Mm -hmm. about that a lot. Like, Hey, Hey dude, like go to bed because you're tired. And so instead of staying up late and trying to get it all finished, Mm -hmm. get decent sleep. So so that you are, you're so much more productive in those hours where you are well rested. Annie, Annie will work all day and not eat. That yeah. is obviously, that's <laughs> obviously not me. So um, no, I make sure that I am like, that I'm getting snacks. I definitely, I feel better when I'm eating better. You know, I mean, it's like all yeah. of those like self-care things that we know we should be doing. Um, but I also really kind of shut down in, um, a cluttered or dirty space, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think like for, for our, our student who is, sounds like living out of their car, basically, you <laughs> yeah. know, like you're going to, see, you're driving to school and you're putting on your makeup on your way to school and you go to school all day and you've got 10 mannequin heads in your trunk. And like, now you're going to work and maybe you're like a hostess at a restaurant or kind of whatever that looks like for them. You know, for me, I always am really, really happy when my car is like vacuumed out and wiped out. It's not often that happens, but <laughs> wiped down. Um, and so like whatever space it is that you're living in, I think if you can take a second, refresh it so that it feels good again, that's definitely, you know, I work best in, in, in a very small space in my house that really feels good to me. And I think that, I think that kind of adjusting the energy around things uh, helps, you know, and, and a lot of times, like I will listen to, I have, um, I have a hypnosis app that I've used. Oh my gosh. Well over a decade. Yeah. And it's this one little guy from, from England and <laughs> they're really incredible self-guided hypnosis, like meditation type things. And mm-hmm. I, some of them are 10 minutes and some of them are an hour. And it's literally the only way um, anyone can get me on a plane yeah. because I, I definitely panic um, during that takeoff. And, and we'll, generally... we'll put the link to this app in the description the as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to say, I want to say it's like maybe 10 bucks a month. It's not it's not for the faint of heart for sure, but I got to tell you, I have told so many people about it in our industry and then I'll be at a show and they'll be like, Oh, I started listening to Darren Marks. 
like, good, good, changed your life, right? Like, whatever, you know, I stopped smoking, right? Whatever. And some people, it works really well. I do really well with um, self-guided meditation and I'm able to like imagine and visualize those things. I know, Annie, you don't, you don't respond well to it. And so I think, I think it's really finding those things that work for you, mm-hmm. you know, like, so identifying I'm super burnout, you know, what can I do if, if modifying your schedule is not an option mm-hmm. and you can't, you know, maybe give up that Saturday morning shift and, and sleep in one day or, or kind of whatever, what can you do around the things that you are required to do to find some relief? Cause mm-hmm. if you don't, your body will shut you down. Yeah. And you won't have the option. Like, you know, you'll get sick or you'll just totally have a meltdown and you, you'll have to call in to school or, you know, to work and you can manage this or it can manage you. Absolutely. It's going to be managed. Absolutely. I think the mindfulness part of everything Mm -hmm. is the hardest part for a lot of people about being mindful about knowing where you're at and where your body is at and how much you can handle or how much more you can handle or not handle, or if you've reached your limit or if you've gone past your limit. Right. Right. You You flew right on past it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just like thinking about back to when I was in cosmetology school, I feel like it was a little different for me. I don't know a lot of the context around our DMer. I don't know their age or what their life looks like on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis. But for me, when I went back to school, I was a little bit older. I was in my later twenties and I, I was supporting myself as well. So it was not only was I in school full-time, I, I had to work to to pay my rent. And thankfully my family was, you know, somewhat helpful during that time and, and helping me through it, um, which not everybody has, which, right. you know, which did make a huge, huge difference and a help for what I was trying to, you know, succeed in my life and like mm-hmm. be successful and, and do the things I wanted to do. And, um, but it, it was hard, like looking back, like it was tough. Like I, I did have a job. I did go to school full time. And I, I made that decision consciously when I went in and started before I even signed up for cosmetology school and was talking to them about the options, they did have a part-time option, but mm-hmm. I had to have a very serious conversation with myself of, um, am I going to do this? If I can get through it in 11 months context around that, I did already have a license. So I, I, for aesthetics, so I didn't have to go as long as standard cosmetology. So I I got some credits towards it. So I was sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, like, can I do this in 11 months and just like push through, just push Mm -hmm. through and get through this next year of my life? Or do I take the two year option and go part-time but then I'd be working full-time and going to school part-time and that would take me two years. And it's like, mm-hmm. I had to have a very serious conversation with myself. And it was like, I don't think I can do the two years. I don't think I will be successful and finish. And I, so it was like, if I'm going to do this, this is my option. I, I had to, I had to know myself. I had to know what my boundaries were and what I was capable of doing and how I was capable of like sustaining myself. And, and that was the option I took, but it was really hard. It was so hard. There were, I cried a lot. I was driving to school in the morning, just like in tears, like we can do this, you know, and it just like, you know, I think that we have to be really conscious in what we 
can put on our plates because even after school and after graduation, it's still going to be a lot, no matter what course you take in the industry, whether you're going to an assistant program or you go straight behind the chair or whatever you end up doing in the industry, like there's always going to be a high demand on you because of the clients that we're working with, you know, Mm -hmm. we have to show up our best for every single person because they deserve it, you know? And I think that's why it's like, if you are in school, start to understand what you need yourself and how you can create space for yourself and what is going to work best for you to not only refill your cup, but to allow yourself to like decompress. Because what I have found is that there is a difference between recharging myself and decompressing. Uh And Uh sometimes I have to allow myself to totally decompress from the burnout before I can even start to recharge my batteries, you know? And, and I think learning how to understand and, and listen to your body and your mind is really important in those beginnings because that'll help you set those boundaries later to where you won't be me just like crying (laughs) and being like, I have to do another thing today. You know, we cried before we filmed this one. We did (laughs) like total vulnerability, total, honestly, (laughs) like I like, I am not stoned right now. If I look stoned to you because my eyes are red, it's because I was crying. Yeah. We tend to demand a lot from ourselves, especially in professional beauty. And I say that because I have had this similar conversation with so many people in our industry. Everyone feels like this because it is very demanding, not only mentally, but physically. There is a great Facebook group and we'll link it um, in the description. And it really is hairdressers supporting hairdressers with mental health. Um, and the, the group like kind of allows stylists and students to be like, Hey, this is like, this is, this is what's going on in my salon or in my school or like with this particular client. And here's screenshots of like my messages with them. I'm not sure what to do. And I don't know, should I fire this client? Like kind of whatever. Um, And you get a group that is there to support you, but also like really helps you set boundaries and like Mm -hmm. healthy boundaries. And like, Hey, you, in this instance, you don't owe anybody an explanation or, you know, like, and just reminding you like, no can be a complete sentence. Like you can just say no. Mm -hmm. Um, there, there are a lot of places, you know, that you can go to, to kind of get that communal support. And I think that that's great. I do think, uh, always be really careful that it misery loves company. And Mm -hmm. so you always want to make sure that you're finding a really positive place to receive support. The group that we'll link, uh, I I feel like is a pretty positive place. Um, but just, you know, remember like everybody can have a bad day and people can say crazy things. And just because one stylist, you know, across the country thinks that this is how you should handle something. Mm-hmm. Always take, always take those things, like do a gut check and make sure that, that, that it's still a really positive place for you. I also would say that for me, when, um, when we start to kind of find these places of burnout, getting off of social is oh, really Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> because when you're, when you're living on social, it's really easy to get burnout. You know, and every, you are seeing the highlight reel of everybody else's life and you start to feel really alone. 
I'm, I'm obviously the only person who isn't living in this like perfect space and this perfect house getting, doing 12 workouts before 7am and doing all of their things and getting it all done. And, you know, then having a healthy breakfast, lunch, and dinner and have zero stress and doing mm-hmm. a 45, 45 steps skincare at night mm-hmm. because people aren't showing their real lives. Yeah. You know, and that is, that is what exists on social media and, and it will make you very unhappy. Yeah. Very Especially I think from a student's perspective, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, I think that it's so easy for a student. Cause I, I did this too. I had this exact same experience as, you know, as a student, I think you look at Instagram, which is just so just infiltrated with, you know, here's how to do this. Here's how to do that. Five steps to this, you know, build right. your clientele, like, look at, look at this perfect life that I'm living. And we mm-hmm. all know, like, because people will tell you like, this is not real life. And we all know that we know that social media is not real life, but it is still so difficult, especially from a student when you were starting from zero to look and just be like, Holy crap. <laughs> like yeah. I'm supposed to be doing all of this. Like I I have to do everything. Not only do I have to go to school and show up and learn these things that I'm supposed to be learning, but sometimes like, and and I say this because this is how I felt as well, was that I just felt so behind constantly. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I'm never going to catch up. How am I ever going to catch up? How am I ever going to build this clientele? How am I ever going to, you know, be the successful hairdresser that I want to be? And I think you just have to go one day at a time. You have to remember that as a student, you are in a moment of learning. You are never going to stop learning, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. in this industry. Like it Mm -hmm. is a lifelong process, which if you listen to our episode with um, Lauren and Roderick, you know, they talk about cosmetology experience just starting as a process because it is a forever process. I love the way that they talk about that because school is just not a beginning to end, which is how I know I looked at it. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to get through this moment in time so I can get to the end to start a new beginning where that's, I I think that we have to change that mindset of every day is a process and every day, just give what you can of yourself that day. And if you like, I, I don't want to sit here and be like, don't go to school or don't do this. But if you wake up and you're just like, I can't, I have zero that I can give today to anybody else. And I I don't even have enough for myself. Maybe you do need to consider taking the day, you know, don't do that often go to school. Like, please go to school. Just go to, (laughs) go to school and get through it and get your hours. But there are going to be moments because I I had to do it. There were probably a couple of times that I was just like, I can't today. Not only like if you're going to school and you're working and you're trying to have a social life and you're trying to build a clientele and you're trying to show up on social media and you know, it's like there's and yeah, and, you're and doing constantly jobs there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if your body says no, maybe that's your answer. You know, no means no. No mm-hmm. Means no. And mm-hmm. you know, again, don't don't do that a lot. <laughs> Try your best to show up. You are paying for school. Go get your money's worth out of it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to, okay you have to be to kind not to yourself mm-hmm. and not feel guilty about it. Um, there's some really incredible journal type books out there. And I actually saw one recently and I was like, oh man, the universe knows, or I must've said burnout near my phone at some point or something, they but like no. all of these, mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> burnout journals are coming up, but it's like, 
I have gotten those journals before when I've been in difficult places in my life and it's like, okay, I'm going to try it. And it's like, I've, I've, you know, used them to work through, they give you prompts, things like that. And it, it sometimes it helps, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's not for everyone. Aaron's meditation pod or uh, apps, they, they're not for me. That's, that's not where I feel the best, um, you know, but sometimes like journaling can help mm-hmm. or even just a prompt, even if you're just thinking about it the prompt that they give you, even if you're not a a journal person, but sometimes having that moment to like, think through, like, what is, what is making me feel like this and how Mm -hmm. can I make myself feel better right Right. now to get to tomorrow? Cause it's, it's tough. Our industry demands a lot of, Mm -hmm. we, we demand a lot of ourselves as well. And I think as creative people in general, there is a lot of mental health issues and things like that, that float around our industry. And totally. I think it's just finding those moments that you can take to yourself. My mom, when I was a little girl, used to say, it's, it's always brighter in the morning, Aaron. And I, and you're like, oh, okay. But um, as an adult, it, it really is today may be really, really hard, but tomorrow's a new day. It's always brighter tomorrow. Yeah. Well, with that, I would say, <laughs> I would say you are not alone. You are not alone in this. And Annie and I always try to be there, you know, in the DMs and show up for our community. And so let us know. We're happy to point you to resources. Um, If you are ever, you know, if you are ever feeling like this is not something you can manage on your own, definitely. I I would reach out to a medical professional, you know, zero shame in that. And I think it's so healthy. We are for sure not medical professionals, but I think that the world has a lot of things to help us. Right. A lot of things to bring us down, but also there are so many, there are so many, like we are not living in the nineties anymore, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is where Annie and I grew up and, and he certainly, <laughs> certainly didn't talk about, uh, being sad yeah. or, or things like that. And now we live in this world where you, where you can't openly talk about them. Um, you know, so I think just really kind of finding those things and tools that help you, but, mm-hmm. but keep in touch with us because we want to know how it all shakes out. Yep. You can find us on Instagram at the hair nerds. You can also find our education, uh, at scissor and moth social, you know, which presents this podcast to all of our Cosmo babies out there. Both of those are always open. The DMS are always open. Any other FAQs, any other questions, concerns, comments, you can always slide into our DMS. You Uh can leave them on this podcast episode. You can find this podcast on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon music, everywhere podcasts play. We thank everyone for always listening to this podcast for our growing community of Cosmo babies and professionals. And we hope that this might help someone who is also in a place of burnout. (laughs) Join the club. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So thank you everyone again for listening to this episode and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.